Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, your boy Mando. We are back once again with another episode of the Retrify Gamecast. I'm here with my guy, the famous hobo, yours the one truly. And only. How's it going? What's everything, my guy? How's everything? What's happening? How you well, feeling? Well, I'm feeling good, as you know. I was I was really sick this at the beginning of the week, bro. It kicked. It kicked my ass, man. It kicked my ass, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. My daughter was was sick the weekend, the last weekend, right? Um, she had like she was throwing up a lot and all that. And then I got sick on Sunday, and bro, Sunday night and Monday, horrible. Yeah, yeah but it was even worse on Tuesday because <clears throat> I had thrown up so much that my chest felt like it was about to explode from the pain and and also Ugh. my neck it was terrible bro i could bro. not sleep the like mon- on monday night i could not sleep for shit bro <laughs> i i spent my like the whole wee hours of the morning bro sitting down because i could if i if i as much as touched the bed on my back Bro, I felt like someone was pressing down on my chest. It was bad. Oh, that sounds um, horrible. But I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're I'm feeling, feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling better. You know, it's been a good week. We had the Game Awards last night. You know, some decent stuff came yeah. out. Pretty decent stuff. Not a lot, you know, but let's be real. We... We didn't. We weren't we know, expecting we know, much. We weren't. We weren't expecting much because we know that the game awards are not like. It's not like <laughs> summer. Uh, like uh, the E three. It's like yeah, nothing summer, like summer that. games. Uh, summer games festival or whatever, um, or however it's called. I can't remember. Geoff Keighley also, um, also is the one that curates it, basically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the game awards. It's more just a night to like yeah. see some famous faces and it's just a, see it's as, the Grammys of the gaming. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Grammys of gaming. Yeah, just see a couple of you know famous faces, see who won, and talking about who won, we're gonna get right into it because we do got. I do want to at least you know go go down it. the list over you know the categories and who won. Starting off with. Who a lot of people thought was going to be the game of the year. I felt like it was going to be between that and Tears of the Kingdom. Obviously, it yeah, beat out yeah. Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm mad about it. Yeah, yeah, Baldur's, yeah, no, it Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 ended up winning game of the year, deservedly so. Um, you know, I was rooting for Tears of the Kingdom, obviously, but not you know, I'm, not, I'm not mad. They took... They yeah. took A.G. Onuma took home at least um, mm. best action adventure game. Yeah. So, you know, can't be mad at that. Plus, he did say a couple of things um, in an interview. Very interesting that we will get into it yeah, after, yeah, yeah. after these messages. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, next up, best game direction. And that was Alan Wake 2. Beating yeah, out yeah, I was Baldur's surprised at that one. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we kind of saw it coming too. I think we did mention yeah. it. Like, I got uh, Charlie with yeah, 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 that yeah, one. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Wake, my winner, because again, it just showed up randomly on the list. 
Yeah, I mean, we got to go back to it. We got to go. I think we got to go back to um, the episode where we did our predictions. I'm pretty sure we got a, a decent amount of them, you know, right. Um, now, Alan Wake, best game direction, beating out the game of the year uh, contenders because that was basically um, the nominees as well. And then best narrative, also Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake mm-hmm. took home a couple of awards. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, and like I said, deservedly so, because Alan Wake has had people raving about it since it came out. Um, yeah, bro. It but yeah, was... it beat out um, Baldur's Gate 3 again, Final Fantasy 16, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, and Spider-Man 2. Man, one thing that... I did notice was that Spider-Man 2 did not win a single award. Yeah. But that just goes to show how stacked this year was in gaming, bro. For a game like Spider-Man 2 to not take home a single award, bro. Yeah. And it's not like it wasn't deserving. It's just that the other games weren't were, yeah. Were they were even more really deserving. good. Like best art direction. Alan Wake two again, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it just, it just swept most of its categories, man. And that was against Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, yeah, Mario, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom as well. And again, I think I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago that Hi-Fi Rush, like visually, like their art style for the yeah. actual game coming from Bethesda, bro, it was nothing I've seen before from them. So. For the uh, Alan Wake to actually win the best art direction, yeah, bro, it just took me by surprise. No, yeah, it, it did really, really well. Like the fact that it that Alan Wake one came out like what, like fifteen plus years ago, basically, yeah. and then to, for the sequel to do so good because Alan Wake was a pretty known game when it came out. Like Alan yeah, Wake yeah. one, but it wasn't like uh, uh one of these, you know, blockbuster Bit. games, yeah. ninety six rating, on Metacritic type of game. You know, it was that, just a really good, a really good game. That's yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it so, became a cult classic. So yeah, so it's even more impressive that after all these years, it came back with such a huge bang. Um, but again, uh, uh, I I apologize. I don't think I've ever played an Alan Wake game before. I yeah. might have played it here and there, but never as a whole. Doesn't it have like a couple of not sequels but games like in between to connect the second one? Or am I mistaken with something else? Mm-hmm. I don't man, now that you mention it, I don't really remember. Cause I, I played Alan Wake one, but I don't remember playing any spin-offs or anything. Um yeah, if again, I did, I, I, although I kind of, to be honest, I kind of fell off of gaming on the PS3 generation and onward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I fell off PS3 and PS4 gen. PS3, um, because I was on the Xbox mainly. Yeah, same. And then the PS4, I was in college and I just didn't have any time to actually play mm, any games. Yeah. So when I finally was like, you know, done with college and whatever, that's when I started to finally get back 
full, full into gaming to like, so I can't really say, man. Um, no, no, that's fun. Again, I, well, that's a pretty good that's question. just me maybe yeah. thinking about it because I thought there was but, a couple of spin-offs, but yeah. Best score in music, which we did get this one right, or at least I did because it was Final Fantasy 16, yeah. obviously. You know, beating out Hi-Fi Rush, Alan Wake 2 again, Baldur's Gate 3, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, you know my feelings about this category. Octopath Traveler 2 should have been nominated and yeah, should have yeah, won. Yeah. But I'm not mad about Final Fantasy 16 winning it. Goaded soundtrack as well. Best audio design. That was Hi-Fi Rush. And I think mm, yeah. you... You specifically, I, yeah, I, I think was... we both. I think I agreed with you on this one that High Fire mm. Rush was probably going to take home best audio design. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I was, was between best a... score and music, but I wasn't hundred yeah. percent sure. But I think I gave it uh, the best audio design. Yeah, but yeah again, yeah. it was, it was really good. Yeah, again, I was mad at the best performance. I know I'm jumping off, but <sighs> bro, I wanted Cameron to actually wait, wait. win that because. I just hit next, and guess what category pops pops up? What? Best performance. Oh, <laughs> So, bro, best performance goes to Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3. And look, look. Ben Starr should have won. Ben Starr killed it. As Clive, when I say this man killed his role, bro, he murdered it. Like, white lines on the floor murdered it, bro. Like, Jack the Ripper, he did the crime and nobody could find him type of murder, man. Yeah. Like, you know, good good for Neil Newborn or whatever, but Ben Starr no, no, should have won, the- in my opinion. I'm not knocking him. You know? Exactly. We're not throwing shade at him. Again, we are just fans of yeah. his case being star. I'm a huge Cameron fan. But yeah, yeah, no, well deserved. It was Baldur's well Gate, so everybody yep. was on it. So That is facts. Innovation and accessibility. This was like one of those really weird ones. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we got this one right, but it was Force of Motorsport. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. And again, um, I mean, it's I gotta just, get... innovation and accessibility is just such a weird category, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a what very... do they actually? What do they? It's like a really vague area. Like, what do they actually look look at to like determine? So, in my opinion i might be wrong but when i think of accessibility in video games itself it's probably (laughs) control wise um if i don't know someone's colorblind and they have a specific colorblind category yeah yeah. and i can think of xbox because they're usually on top of that a lot or microsoft itself yeah but i would have never ever imagine Forza to actually win that category. I would yeah. give the Hi-Fi Rush instead. Right, right. I, I completely again. agree. That's what that's what I feel is the innovation and accessibility category. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, but like obviously bringing access to like people with people with any and any all types of disabilities, you know, to make it easier for them 
to play yeah. the game. I'm pretty sure a lot of games do it, but I will give you that Microsoft is always on top of those things. Yeah. They, they might not come out with a lot of games, but they actually care about people. So yeah. I'll give them that. Games for Impact. And the winner in this one was Chia beating out a couple of other indie games that honestly don't look very interesting. But, you know, where's where's my Silk song, bro? Yeah, uh, I'm still, <laughs> at this point, I'm just expecting, I was expecting something about Silk You're song during her at this bro, point. <laughs> I, bro, at this point, at this point, I'm just like, bro, give me something. Just give me something. No, I, I'm again, not... I, I'm the one that plays the weirder games, like indie games. I like, out I'm of the not two, even asking But I haven't much, seen bro. any of them before. So Now, best ongoing. And this one was actually pretty, like, it's, it's pretty stacked. Because we yeah, have yeah, a yeah. lot of ongoing games. So the winner was Cyberpunk 2077, beating out Apex Legends, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite and Genshin Impact. Uh, so but, uh, again, I I'm a, I'm completely ignorant in this statement when it says best ongoing game. How long ago did Cyberpunk 2077 came out? Well, I just can't Cyberpunk, remember. Cyberpunk 2077 came out like a year and a half ago, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Maybe maybe a little, maybe <laughs> almost two years. Um, but remember when. Cyberpunk 2077 first came out, it was like a complete mess. Disaster. Yeah, and then was... when they and then when they did their first big like expansion and they mm -hmm. patched everything up, that's when people started actually like playing. Mm, yeah. And it was like, bro, Cyberpunk 2077, after the first big patch and expansion, bro, it really, really good game, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have given just, it to... And they've just like Kept, kept escalating, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well-deserved. Well-deserved for Cyberpunk. Again, uh, I know we're... I'm just throwing out stuff out there. But um, I would have given that to Fortnite. Because, again, Fortnite's been out there, like, for five or six years. Because, again, ongoing, oh, yeah. that's what gives yeah. me the vibe off. But, again, even their, like, the DLC for Cyberpunk, bro... Bro, you brought out Idris Elba, my guy. No, yeah, yeah. Like, but, like, I do understand, like, what you said, Fortnite has been out for years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do get that it's, like, a year-to-year -year thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, they, yeah, and yeah. they base it off of what did this ongoing game do this year? Exactly. You know? How did and, they kill it this year? No, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And Cyberpunk 2077 killed it with the expansion, so can't yeah. be mad at that. Um, best community support. And that was Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 3 swept. Yeah. Best indie game. And this one, I did get it right. Because I yeah, told yeah. you it was Sea of Stars. Beating out Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, and Viewfinder. But let's be real, Sea of Stars, really, really good. Classic yeah, yeah. RPG with a new twist on graphics. Like it's a love letter to those to those OG like Super Nintendo RPGs, bro. So good for Sea yeah. Stars. I'm happy for them. Nintendo is killing it again with the with the RPGs. So. Hmm? Best debut indie game. 
and that was Cocoon beating out Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba, and Viewfinder. Which is weird that Sea of Stars wasn't nominated for this category. No, again, best debut indie game. Like if it if it if it was like, but wasn't it Sea of Stars a remake? No, Sea of Stars wasn't a remake, or at least hmm. I don't think so. No, no, again, I thought it was a remake, so. Um. I mean, there is a distinction in the categories, because yeah. the one that Sea of Stars won is Best Independent Game. Exactly. And the other Probably. one is Best Debut Indie, Indie game. game. Exactly. So, I'm not exactly sure what the difference is, but it must have been so, a big enough difference to, like... Uh, um, I'm guessing it's technically Geometric Interactive's first indie game. So, again, yeah. probably Sea of Stars is like the third indie game from Sabotage Studio. Oh, okay. so that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. I'm so asking because I be... thought it was a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes so that sense might be, if yeah. it was a remake yeah. or something. So. Now, best mobile game, and that one was given to Honkai Star Rail, beating out Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Hello Kitty Island Adventure, no, Monster Hunter Now, yeah, and Terra <laughs> Nile. <laughs> Which, by the way, though, like, uh, uh, jokes aside, I never thought Niantic was working on a Monster Hunter game, like a mobile game. Really? But again, they've been on every Nintendo franchise e type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would have never guessed, so... Hi. Yeah. Now, best VR or AR. And this was Resident Evil Village VR mode. You know, really good experience. Now, best action game. Armored Core Fires of Rubicon. Bro, I love that they showed some love to Armored Core. Armored Core is one of those franchises that I used to play the shit out of when I was a kid. I remember spending hours on, I think it was Armor Core Raven um, on the PS2, bro, and I put in hours and hours on that game. I don't remember playing any Armor Core that I can it's, remember. Yeah, it's it's like... Armor Core is like it's a little bit more niche because it's like you know the mechas and oh um, okay yeah 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 type of thing. So I know a lot of people, you know, don't like mecha games or whatever. But Armor yeah, yeah, Core yeah. is like the godfather of mecha games, bro. Yeah 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 makes sense. But good, great to see them showing some love, um, to Armor Core, and then best action adventure game. We already said it. Tears of the Kingdom the wanted. Kingdom. Happy for AG Aonuma. You know? That's the GOAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best we RPG. They gave it to Baldur's Gate 3, which also was an easy choice, again. Yeah. Best fighting game. They gave it to Street Fighter 6, which I mm. also think we got that one right. Yeah, again, it, it made more sense, because Mortal Kombat, it's basically a remake yeah. of the first one yeah i've never heard of god of rock before uh probably is a good game but i've haven't played it 
Uh, yeah. Pocket bravery doesn't make any sense either because I've haven't and then Nickelodeon all star all star brawl too like it's you know it's it's all right but I'm gonna be honest with you it's just a reskin of the first one so yeah exactly nothing new exactly so gotta give it to Street Fighter Six you know can't can't go wrong with that man best family game. Had to give it to Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Obviously, that wasn't even that wasn't even a competition. Um, and again, they, and giving it the best family game uh, award, bro, it was. It, it's like it's even pushing it because the difficulty on it, like after a yeah. couple of levels, it's not even family friendly yeah. at that point. <laughs> now moving on to best sim and strategy, and that one went to Pikmin Four. Which I think we also got right. I, I think um, so, yeah. I think my second choice was Fire Emblem Engage, but I, I, I you know, the first pick was Pikmin Four, just because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Pikmin Four. But bro, nice to see Pikmin Four picking up the dub, my guy. Yeah, you love to see it. Best sports I haven't racing. played the last one, but again, Pikmin, yeah. it's it's up there. Best so. sports and racing, Forza Motorsport, obviously. I think we did mention it too. Best multiplayer, Baldur's Gate 3. Bro, Baldur's Gate 3. Again, they swept. Bro, Bro. every category that they were in, they just went straight through. Now, best adaptation. And this one, bro, like, mm, I'm 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 not knocking it. It was The Last of Us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did mention that one too. Yeah, but man, like you would have given it to I would have given it to the Mario movie, bro. Like second highest grossing animated movie of all time, a box office monster, bro. Yeah, bro. I know. And like the callbacks and everything, every every all the details that were put into the movie. Man, it was just chef's kiss. But, you know, glad for The Last of Us. Actually, not glad. The Last of Us, you know, as you know, I'm tired of The Last of Us. Anything The Last of Us, I'm just tired of it, bro. I don't want to see The Last of Us again. Like, (laughs) no games. I get you. I get you. No series, no movies. Just just bury it. Bury it and bring it back like 20, 25 years from now. But exactly, I don't know. I, enough, get, I get what you enough mean. is enough. <laughs> <laughs> we had enough, and then most anticipated game Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. But that was that was my pick, obviously. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't even it wasn't even a competition, like it's yeah. Just, I think we did mention that one because yeah. again, the others are okay. And I um, think that is about all because the other mm, ones that are up are just like esports categories. Yeah, and I didn't pay too much attention to that one. Creator of the year or whatever, and honestly, not saying know, that anything bad about it, but again, yeah, but it's just not no, anything we, interesting. Yeah, you know, nothing. It's not. They my, should give. They should give content creators of the year to us, if anything. Me. You know, but who? <laughs> but who am I? Who am I to judge? <laughs> Their we can poor, only wish. Who, who am I to judge their poor taste in content creators? 
<laughs> but uh, now, moving on from the Game Awards, I want to talk about something that AGL, well, a couple of things. That, yeah, 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 yeah. One that, something that AGL Numa said, but before that, I want to talk about uh, the Zelda movie, the live action movie. Okay. And it was that Wes Ball, who is the director for the, you know, upcoming Zelda movie. Mm-hmm. He did an interview and he commented, and I really, really like this. I don't know how they're going to execute it. Okay. But I really, really like that he said this. Go and for it, it was that. He said that they are aiming for a live-action Miyazaki. If you don't know who Miyazaki is, Hayao Miyazaki is the co-founder of Studio Ghibli and Uh, led the way in the creation for like movies like Spirited Away, Princess Mora, Bro, and all these, you know, um, famous Studio Ghibli movies. And we, we, we did say that, you know, if there were going to make a, if they were going to make a Zelda movie, we would prefer it to be Studio, Studio Ghibli. Ghibli style. Ghibli. That Sorry, is not yeah. the case because it's not going to be animated. It's going to be live action. But, but, I like that he said a live action Miyazaki because it lets me know that he knows what he wants. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nintendo knows what they're looking for. And they are going to do everything to make that, you know, because at this point, Zelda is not their family franchise. Yeah, no, their family real. franchise is Mario. Yeah, Mario and Pokemon. That's, that's it. Mario and Pokemon, plain and simple. Those are their family franchises. They know that Zelda is not a family franchise. Hell no. And if they are going to do a live action Miyazaki style film. I have high hopes. I don't want to get my hopes up too high because I don't want to be let down. Again. But I like what they're saying. No, no. Let, let's put it into simpler words for our people out there. So, if we're getting a, a Studio Ghibli-esque movie, which is live action, we're getting the best of both worlds. Because everybody wanted... Studio Ghibli that actually make the movie. So, if they're... Again, that's me just speculating. If they're using their... Like, that same vibe, flow of their movies, I can actually just see it right now. I can actually imagine how it's going to look. But... Again, I don't want to get my hopes up. It's Nintendo, so they actually killed it with Super Mario Bros. movie. And that's the thing, man. But Because... And here's the thing. Obviously, the Mario uh-huh. movie... It had a lot of charm. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But in, ultimately, it was just an Illumination film. You know, it was, it mm. was a film... Made for younger audiences, exactly. You know, for family-friendly audience, and Which... obviously, it wasn't gonna have a deep story. You know, it's not a DreamWorks film. What I have loved exactly. for it to be a DreamWorks film, yes. But when you think about it, main Mario has never really had 
Yeah. A story. And, uh, yeah, and it's deep, and deep story. story. Driven. Service yeah, story it's always driven. point A, point B, rescue the princess. Exactly. Exactly. So it was amazing for what it was. That type yeah. of film would not work for The Legend of Zelda because exactly. Zelda has so much lore, so many villains. Yeah. So so many aspects to it that are not family friendly in in, in almost all of the entries because it's not like every Zelda entry is you Let know me like stop you a Majora's right Mask or uh, Let me stop you right there. I'm we I, I know you've mentioned it a couple of times in the podcast and I know for a fact that you haven't played Wind Waker. And by the way, you should finish it. Like you should finish Wind Waker. Like honest opinion. Well, I did, so, I well I did, I you did play it. You I did, did play, it. play it almost all the way through. And for whatever reason, I don't remember what that was. Um, I just never finished it, man. But and no, no, bro, this it's it's one of my greatest shames. As a Zelda fan, because I've played and beat almost every single Zelda. And I've Bro. beaten every single one that I've started. Except, except this one. Except Wind so, Waker. So so no, I'm not throwing a, I'm not trying to throw shade at you. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm not trying to tell shit about you. No, no, no. no. But but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is even their more the mo- their most childish Zelda game, which might be considered by a lot of people to be the Wind Waker because of its visuals. Yeah. It was dark, bro. Like, yeah. it was literally yeah. dark. Yeah, so that's the thing. There, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make, is that even... even There is not one single... there. Not every Zelda game is as dark as Majora's Mask. Yeah, f- Because fine. Majora's Mask isn't just dark in its themes. It's dark yeah. in its atmosphere. It's dark in, in its like the very in its characters and like the very core of the game. It is yeah. a dark game. Everything Same, surrounding it, every villain, yeah. quote unquote. Boss Same fight. with Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess is a very dark Zelda game. Yeah. You know? Um not as dark as Majora's Mask, because Majora's Mask still holds the crown, but it is yeah. close. So not every Zelda game is as dark as Twilight Princess or Majora's, Majora's Mask, Mask, but they all do carry multiple themes yeah. throughout their games that make you say, damn, this is actually pretty pretty deep, bro. Yeah, yeah this is like, pretty messed up, period. So I feel, and the, what gives me even more hope is that I just know that A.G. Aonuma is there, like, telling yeah, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. okay, this is Bringing good. down people's this neck. This is good. Because <laughs> Zelda is A.G. Aonuma's baby. Like, yeah, I don't know, facts. Obviously, it was Shigeru Miyamoto um, who did Mario and, you know, uh, and Zelda Mario or whatever. Universe. Yeah, yeah. But, Zelda has been A.G. Aonuma's baby for years. Yeah. And this man has I, been, like... I think... um, 
again, I might be wrong, but wasn't his first game, like the first Zelda game that he actually directed, wasn't it? Like, or he was involved in, wasn't um, Ocarina of Time? Or am I, am was it I Ocarina wrong? of Time or was it um, I don't Link's Awakening? Like the, one of the two. I just don't remember which one was it. I think but it might have been Link's Awakening point, DX. Um, and he was on yeah. the thing like for like that starting point. Yeah. But like like I said, it gives me it gives me hope. Yeah, that, it fills me first with joy of all, that what that West Ball did say that they're aiming for that because that's what people wanted in the first place. They wanted it animated. But if you can't give us animated, at least give us the essence of what a film, Studio Ghibli-style film, can be when it comes to Zelda. And I know it's in really great hands story-wise, because as we know, Eiji Aonuma loves his stories, especially in Zelda games. You know, it's not like in, in the games they put like a lot, a lot of story in it, because Nintendo in and of itself... Yeah, doesn't really go 100% all in on the story aspect of it. But this is the same guy that gave us Age of Calamity. Exactly. So and that game was full on prequel story 100%. So I'm optimistic to say the least. No, uh, again, there's a lot of good stories that actually but in a movie, in a Zelda movie. But I still look at all of them and look at all of them, and I feel like there isn't a single one that you can actually fit in a two-hour movie. Yeah. No, so there that's isn't. what kind of throws me off a little bit. I would have imagined it as a, as a TV series. Exactly. Um, but, but, who uh-huh. knows? Maybe this is going to be the start of a trilogy. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's say they decide to go the route of making an Ocarina of Time adaptation, bro. Yeah. Just imagine this. Ocarina of Time adaptation. And you can't fit, obviously, every single thing about Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. In, like, multiple films. In, like, one film, but... How about this? The first Mm -hmm. part, let's say it's a two-parter film. The first part is basically Young Link, you know, doing his thing, going through his story. And then the movie basically ends. When he pulls out the Master Sword. Yes, after the events of Ganondorf sieging, uh, seizing um, Hyrule Castle. And you pulling out the Master Sword and getting basically sent into a coma in the yeah, inner yeah, chamber yeah. of the of the temple of time bam and then the sequel bam you come out yeah but again um it, it the first part sounds uh achievable but if we actually put everything else into a second part i just can't fit it into a 2 hour movie i can do the first part in a 2 hour but again, there's True. what seven ter- seven temples. The which... thing is, the thing is, at this point, they might not even adapt the game. They might just do a completely original story. Yeah, 
which is most likely what they're going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's most likely what they're going to do. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad because it's, if it's a brand new story, they can do basically whatever they want. Exactly. You know, and nobody, because you're going to have a lot of pressure on you. If you say we're making an Ocarina of Time adaptation or we're making a Twilight Princess adaptation, yeah. you're, going we're making a your, mask, you're going to have it it's... real pressure on you to live up to the expectations. Now, no, it's, that, it's goes out, that goes out the window when it's a completely original storyline. Because we know that a storyline from The Legend of Zelda has the potential to be godlike. Especially yeah. if Eiji is the one that's, you know, calling the shots on the story and saying, okay, we can do the story like this, like this, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like this. I don't like this. I love this. I hate this. You know? Yeah, so I don't know. That... I think that would be the best route that they could go. Again, like you just said, it, there's going to be a lot of pressure if you put anything that they already had created. Um, but in, again, in my opinion, if they were going to go with anything that they already had created, um, it could be, it, it. it's my selection on this one, and I know it's not going to happen, but it could be either Minish Cap, yeah. which it could be fitted into a two-hour movie or um, uh, Link's Awakening. But again, that seems a little... Uh, pushing it a little bit. Probably a two-hour and a half mark Yeah, could be possible. But again, I think the easiest route would be creating uh, just an, an extra original, thing an for original, them. Just an original story from The Legend of Zelda. I think that would be the best way to go about it. I would not be mad at all. Like, that's that's just me, though. I know there, there are some people that would love for one of the main games to get adapted into a movie. Yeah. But, like I said, the pressure that comes with that, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, exactly. Because... Again, like, we, like you just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, it's more complicated than a Mario Universe movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, 100%. Um, now, the other thing we we were talking about was Ball. What he said about the movie. Now, okay. I'm going to talk about what A.G. Aonuma said about the future of Zelda, per se. And this was really interesting. You know what? It was really interesting. It was just a quick quote. But he said that the next Zelda is going to be something very original and completely different than okay. Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Now, give me your thoughts on that. So, we know it's not a game because um, the Legend of Zelda series, it's known for actually taking their time to develop a game so if they're saying it's going to be completely different it might not even be a game it might no 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 no, no it's it's a game this is this is specifically pertaining the next 
Oh, okay, okay. The next I, Zelda game. Sorry, I misspoke. I misspoke. No, no, no. I, I, I was just reading between the lines too. Because yeah. again, is, this is concerning the future. Theories. The future of Zelda games. Because he was asked, you know, what could we possibly see in the future for the next Zelda entry? You know, for the next so, entry to the franchise. And that's what he said. He said he's going to be obviously very original and completely different. It's going to be nothing. He said it's going to be nothing like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, so I don't, I, I can't even look at it or listen to it and imagine anything different because they set up a bar so high with these last two that trying to imagine or point out something that they could do better, it's basically impossible. Again, it's AG and this guy, it's, I don't know, on some type of dope. And he just comes with the weirdest shit out there and they just land nicely. <laughs> so, bro, I just... I can't. I just can't see anything, honestly. Again, it, it just me probably expecting something higher up, and I'm not. I, I'm not ag, so I, I don't know, bro. What would you think, though? What What do you think it might be the next big thing for Zelda? So obviously, it's not going. He he's basically flat out telling us. That it's they're moving, the world, they're moving away from the open world Zelda experience. Okay. Obviously, it was amazing when it came out for Breath of the Wild. It was amazing when it came out with the sequel for Tears of the Kingdom. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but and you know my feelings on open world games. When yeah, you yeah. do them too much, you're ruining <laughs> because yeah. you basically have a humongous world with nothing to do in it. Yep comes to the point that there's absolutely just a very, very empty and soulless game that the only thing exactly. it has going for it is being open world. Now, And we've mentioned it here before a couple of times, and we've said it a couple of times, which, by the way, we'll talk about that in the next episode. But, yeah. Um, again, it just... If we actually put Tears of the Kingdom into perspective... It was a huge world. Yeah. But it wasn't empty. Because you can no, find it anything yeah. and everything. In comparison to Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild wasn't empty, but it had way less things to do than yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Um This one you can merge your weapons with anything out there. You can yeah. rail skate. We you could um Bro, there was a ton of things you can actually do there was a a, a rooster you could actually fight at some point yes. so now let me let me pitch you something what's let up? me pitch you something just an idea of what could be the next you know legend of zelda game let's say it's a zelda game I don't want to say classic style. Okay. But give me something more like leaning Le towards... Linear Twilight Princess-esque type of a, thing? A linear type of thing, you know, that follows a story. 
yeah, but yeah. give me an give you can give me an open world map quote unquote but not too big yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. not a humongous map like tears of the kingdom or breath of the wild um give me a linear small open world mm-hmm. you know that you can basically you can basically go through different places or whatever um let let me say pseudo open world Okay. You know, I don't want you like jumping over mountains and shit to like skip a whole lot of shit, you know? Yeah. I yeah, still yeah, wanted yeah. to follow a story. But bring back the classic formula of obviously finding these different special items to use to traverse across the world. Okay. And then give me the action combat. From like say, I don't. Let me see. From like say, a Final Fantasy sixteen. Okay. Like that free flowing Devil mm. May Cry type yeah, combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Um, Bayonetta esque. Bayonetta esque type of thing, but okay. with a mix of classics, a classic Zelda when it comes to the story. And the the mechanics, the core mechanics okay. as to yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the items that you get and how to use and where you use them and needing specific items to traverse through uh, specific parts of you know the world it, type of thing. In, in other words, bring back the Ocarina of Time mechanics, game wise. Well, Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, like yeah, Zelda yeah, 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 has yeah. been all the mainline three D Zeldas have had the same formula up until Breath of the Wild came out. Yeah, yeah, you know? I get you, I get you, um, but, I, but but that's make the it, first but thing mix if... it, but mix it with the good things about um, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, the and Tears of the Kingdom, without the actual big, humongous open world, and then throw in free flowing action like a Final Fantasy 16, <laughs> Devil May Cry, Bayonetta type of game that lets me. And what a mechanic that also should be back is Love. the one from Twilight Princess with the Hero okay. of Time teaches you like different battle technique fighting uh, techniques yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. give me that like tr- so tr- make it a mix of an make it an action adventure rpg there okay make yeah, it yeah, yeah. make it, you, it not it, it it doesn't need to have a leveling system or anything like that but give me some rpg elements like okay. a skill tree you know yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. a skill tree, you can unlock different abilities while you, pro- you know, while you progress through the story, not by leveling up, but okay. maybe like um, that type, you know, that type of thing where yeah, 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 yeah. When you get all the actions, quote unquote, yeah, um, that you can I don't know level up and get a tree of some sort like yeah um, exactly um shit i forgot the name uh like star wars jedi jedi survivor yeah it's not a difficult game but you get leveling ups you get a leveling up system that makes it a, a little easier for you to i get you i get you but <laughs> for what you're saying in, in my opinion i'm thinking of um 
Skyward Sword with um uh with visuals from Twilight Princess. Which again, Skyward Sword was open-ish world. Um, but with a map interesting enough, like um Wind Waker, which again oh. it was huge. And there was a lot to do, but again, it wasn't enormous. And not to the to point mention, that it was. And not to mention, we're talking about this game is probably going to be for the next gen yeah. Switch, which, from what we have heard, will have a big, humongous jump yeah. graphics wise. So, if that is the case, if that is the case, this is this is this is feasible. <laughs> this is feasible. This is possible. Give me, give me what I just asked. Give me an action adventure type uh-huh. game, obviously, because Zelda is an action adventure game at its core, with mm-hmm. some RPG elements. It doesn't have to be like a full blown RPG, but give me some elements from our, from uh, from from the RPG genre, and then mix it. With the classic Zelda formula, okay. It it's so the classic. I can see it. The classic Zelda I, formula pertaining to like dungeon, dungeon different grabbing du- items, dr- yeah. different dungeons, finding items in those dungeons that are required to go through it, but that don't necessarily affect the way that you battle you know like um ocarina of time the the water temple not the water temple but well yeah the water temple yeah yeah, perfect example you get the long shot in the water temple and the water and and for the boss fight the long shot is required obviously i do not want that uh, okay, I get you know, what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the items be required to traverse through the dungeon, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not and, and the open world, quote unquote, open world. You know the overworld. Yeah, yeah I, know. I get what you mean. But don't have the mm-hmm. items be required to beat the bosses. Yeah. Leave beating the bosses to to your the, skill to the skill, skill and the combat. You know, yeah, and yeah, the different yeah. abilities, because it makes it more interesting, especially when you have different ways to beat a boss with gotcha. like different abilities okay. and different, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. It, it's a lot. I'm asking for a lot, you know? But, yeah, I, but feel, again... I feel like if they strike the perfect balance, that would be the perfect formula for Zelda going forward. Yeah, again, but you're not asking for too much when we got Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. So if they're uh, lowering the bar on this one, we should get more from that bar lowering. Yeah, exactly. If they lower the bar scale-wise, we should get more, like, gameplay-wise. And, you know, because it's not... Obviously, the combat in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is fun, because of the different things that you can do um, yeah. with, like, obviously the fusion and people doing their 
the crazy shit that they do with like uh, shields and bombs, like shield surfing and bombs and yeah, you know, mechas dropping, and all that dropping stuff. meteors from the sky in, onto a guardian, you know that type of thing. It's yeah. fun. That like the, that is fun, but it works in only and of for itself. Like that core fighting, itself. core fighting, like it's just like a three hit combo and repeat. Three hit combo, repeat. You know, when yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah, like yeah. you hitting something with a sword or anything like that. So let's eliminate that and give me a game where I can mix and match different abilities and techniques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sword techniques that I learned throughout the way, you know, throughout the game to like really dig into mm. the combat. Yeah, yeah. To step you up know? the game. Exactly. And Sounds good. I, I'm I'm all in for it though. I again I can't see how they can uh, evolve the Legend of Zelda after what they did with Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. No, the, yeah, exactly. But again, it's Eiji Onuma and this guy. It's it's on something, bro. He's on something. I don't care what people say. He's on something. Guy's a genius. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. No, um, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's just well, that's all we have for today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we really... got a lot of stuff left, but um, we're almost at the hour mark. So yeah, we're gonna we're, um, we're we'll leave it for next weekend. Um, yeah, but it it's it was that was a lot, man. I'm sorry, I didn't know we were gonna go. Um, we always do. Don't be surprised yeah. about this. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But we, we, we really didn't really talk about a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, you know, yeah. We went over the the game awards stuff, and then just two quotes for um, pertaining, you know, the Zelda franchise per se. And those two quotes just got a lot out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, we all. Um, but. Use next episode to talk about yep. everything else that came with the Game Awards. Yep. There's a, a couple of trailers out there that I wanted to talk about. And um, there was something else. I just can't recall what was it from the top of my head. Yeah, I did mention it to you. But again, we'll leave it for the next episode. We'll leave it for this, um, for, for this next weekend. Peeps, as always, it's been a pleasure. Hope you tune into this one as well. Great content here. Great, great content for this week. A lot of good discussions. My guy, Eli, as always, it's a pleasure, bro. It's Take always care. a pleasure, my girl. I will be seeing you next week, my guy. You sure will, my guy. Peace. I'll see you guys. We out. Peace.